Hey, hey, welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny Venerable on this audio-only podcast, joined as always by my partner in crime, Bo Brock. Bo, we're on election night less than, I guess, 24 hours away from the start of Hard Knocks, and we're going to dabble on Hard Knocks a little bit later on. But, I mean, really, the pulse of this this franchise right now is K1 Kyler Murray. And, you know, let's be honest, Kyler's having a subpar year for his standards. I thought, should he be healthy for 17 games, we're going to see a record-setting season. He struggled as well as the rest of the offense. What have you made? You're with Kyler, you know, five days out of the week at practice. You see him live every week during games. Like, is this a schematical problem, a mechanical problem, an intellectual problem? What's going on with K1 in your mind? Yeah, it's interesting because the big storylines, obviously, the public enemy number one is Cliff Kingsbury, right? And, and we've talked a lot about Cliff Kingsbury, what his future is with this organization. Obviously, Steve Kime is under a microscope as far as how this roster was constructed and where their weaknesses are and where they lack depth. And those issues are on, on a full display with the offensive line issues. But w- what what's up with the $230.5 million quarterback? Kyler Murray, what's his role in the Cardinals' three and six season? And, you know, on Sunday, you look at the stats and not bad, right? Second game of the season with over 100 quarterback rating, two touchdowns, no interceptions, no picks, no, uh, I mean, he had one overturned. And then he had the crucial fumble before halftime, which was just backbreaking, right, Johnny, as they were getting uh, yeah. a big conversion at the time. Uh, ball squirts out of his hands. He said the guy made a good play, but come on. I mean, that just looked like it was, it was more on, on Kyler than, than anything. And I just don't see Kyler Murray elevating himself or the Cardinals right now. And I don't I think, think that, yeah. the, I don't think that's a knock on the guy. Uh, it's nice. It's nice when you're on your rookie scale deal, it's a little easier to, to swallow, but you know, Kyler seems to be the same guy he was during the 2020 collapse at the end of the season seems to be the same guy that was was at the collapse at the end of last season. Like the numbers don't look bad. Uh, but as far as his impact, it, it's, it's just not being made like in, in the impact that you know, he's capable of. And now when you see the price tag, I feel like he needs to elevate his game. Like I feel like he overcame came and elevated against Vegas, right? In week two, like that was a Kyler Murray signature moment. He, he just, he willed himself in the Cardinals to victory in that game. But no, I I just don't know as far as what's going like does he I feel like Kyler Murray at this point with the Arizona Cardinals and where they've struggled, like and this is complete speculation, like he needs to deviate from what's not working. And if if it's play calling or, or what you know his first read is or what one play is supposed to be, if he sees something else, if he if he, if it's just moving the chains and finding open receivers and not throwing one on one uh, a deep ball in third and two, and he just throws it to the open receiver and moves the change. Just do whatever he, he can possibly do to will this team out of this funk that it is. Uh, he, he can't be comfortable any longer with anything that he doesn't completely buy into or, or believe that is going to lead to them winning the drive and winning the game. I don't want to call stats hollow because they're not hollow, but a large majority of them, Bo, have come when the team is trailing. Sometimes they're trailing by double digits. Um, that touchdown drive he orchestrated at the end of the game last week, like the, the, the Seahawks were playing prevent defense, it felt like, and then they clearly took the ball and ran it down Arizona's throat in the drive that they had to have with Kenneth Walker and company. I'm going to throw some numbers out. Uh, ESPN, 
do some projections, good stuff on their website, projecting Kyler Murray to have his uh, first 4,000 yard passing season. This is all, you know, future based analytics based on his current numbers now, but only 23 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. Uh, on the rushing front, Bo, he's on pace for 678 rushing yards and about four or five rushing touchdowns. His best season is still 2020, where he played 16 games, 11 rushing touchdowns, 26 passing touchdowns. So two years later, presumably with a better roster and the same head coach, and his numbers have gone down. And that was in a 16-game season. And this is 17 games, assuming he plays all 17. Not ideal. And to your point, does not look like a quarterback. And I love Kyler Murray, and we stand Kyler Murray on this podcast because we've seen the alternative. He doesn't look like a quarterback that is built to engulf a quarter of your salary cap. If the salary cap is going to be 200, 220 million and he's making 50 million, that's a problem with his current style of play right now. But to your point, he can make 10 to 13 and you can load the roster with the right coach and he can have a lot of success. That's why that's the biggest reason why I believe there needs to be a coaching change. And that's why I think Michael Bidwell at the end of the day will, will have to make a move they need to unlock the next level of Kyler Murray. And yeah. I think we all question, was that going to be Cliff Kingsbury last year? Were they, were they unlocking a different level? Were they on the same page? And then the collapse down the stretch with no answers in sight. That's where a lot of us saw it. Maybe, you know, take a beat. And instead, Michael Bidwell did a 180 and he extended everybody. And now we're seeing much of the same, if not worse, we're seeing worse play. So I... They have the personnel at receiver. I believe that. I think they have a better receiving core. Hell, look what Justin Fields is doing with Chicago. A much mm-hmm. better quarterback, I would argue, right now, just from an athletic standpoint, less to work with on his offensive line. He looks more fluid throwing the football and certainly running. You look at what Lamar Jackson is doing with Devin Duvernay as his number one receiver. And again, I'm not saying this to not Kyler Murray. We love Kyler. But, mm-hmm. I mean, like, the numbers this year do not support somebody that's making $45 million. And we can't reset his contract. We wouldn't want to. We want Kyler to be a part of this franchise. What you can reset, Bo, is the head coach. Yeah, no doubt about it. As far as maybe just coupling him with somebody to to take to make him think at a higher level, to, to make him want to take his preparation and make him think about the game in a way that he hasn't thought about as a professional football player. Uh, you know, probably hasn't been challenged enough since – his days were you playing for the Oklahoma Sooners. He might have been challenged maybe year one, year two, just because things were new. But now I feel like he's been around the block and he knows everything. And, and it's almost like becomes a little bit complacent. And, and especially I, I love the word unlock because I think that's the that's the the the, mm-hmm. the key, Kyler Murray. Like, can you unlock the next level? Can he shift it into another gear? Because right now, you know, he he is uh he is a sports car that is kind of working with inferior parts, right? Like mm-hmm. he, he should be a luxury style sports car that's souped up and should be competing with, with the other cars of his caliber and is not, and, and he's not given the, the tools as far as game plan or what it might be like to, to compete and, and be that true $46 million quarterback. Let, let me read you off a couple of stats and maybe you can just tell me right off the out of the off the bat who this quarterback is because they're very similar stats to Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, 2,100 passing yards. This quarterback has just over 2,000. Uh, Kyler Murray, 66.7 completion percentage. This quarterback has a 68.2 completion percentage. Uh, both have two, 12 passing touchdowns. Uh, one quarterback has two picks. Kyler has six. 
uh, rushing yards. Uh, the quarterback has 326 touchdowns and six rushing t- tutties, and Kyler has 359 and two. You know who the other quarterback is? What's so the rushing dual, numbers? It, it's it's pretty similar to each other, except more trips to the end zone for this quarterback. Six to two, uh, 326 on the ground to Kyler's 359. Uh, and I, Kyler, I feel like I feel like uh, Jalen has more rushing yards, but that Jalen would have been my guess. Yeah, Jalen Hurts. That's who it is. And Jalen Hurts is okay. eight and up, uh, making a significantly less amount of money down down the road from Kyler Murray. He's gonna get he's gonna get paid, I'm sure, at some point. But that's that's Jalen Hurts. And, and if you just look numbers wise, if you, if you had a, a didn't know who they were, uh, pretty similar right? outside of the, the turnovers, right? The picks, um, and and then as far as the the touchdowns on the ground, just four more total touchdowns than Kyler Murray, and that's you know. It, it's obviously what they're doing schematically in your boy, the Gabagool coach in, in Philly and, and Nick Sirianni and, and what he's doing and uh, and what Cliff Kingsbury is not doing. And obviously the offensive line play is huge as far as when you're looking at and evaluating these two quarterbacks. But, you know, Jalen Hurts is just put, being put in a way better position for success and is, is it's easier for him to kind of elevate what's going on. He doesn't even necessarily have to elevate. He just has to play within a system and he's thriving. So Kyler Murray, I, I feel like there, there's it would take a lot of him as far as just kind of self-starting himself, restarting himself at three and six to, to elevate things right now in, in, in the situation that the Cardinals have put themselves at three and six. And with the Rams on tap, it, it doesn't get any easier. Uh, I'll tell you what is easy is uh, hanging out at Four Peaks and, and get your seat to watch the World Cup, which is less than two weeks away. You can watch all of the U.S. and Mexico World Cup matches at the H Street Pub in Tempe in PHNX and Four Peaks. We're hosting them all. Enjoy beer specials, giveaways, guest appearances, and more. Check the link in the show notes wherever you find your podcasts. It's, uh, it's register. You can register for free. Uh, I tell, I'm telling you right now, you go to any watch party right in, in the Valley, you're going to be waiting in line. You're going to be scrambling for a seat. You can get it right now. You can register for free. Got to be 21 years or older. Enjoy the delicious Four Peaks beer, and you got to do it responsibly. Also, we tell you about OGs. OGs is game changer, and we're excited to be partner with them because we just locked them into a big old new contract. Rap Sheet broke the story. No, he didn't. It was OGs agreeing to a new deal with PHNX. We got the inside scoop there. Terms of the agreement weren't released at the time of the agreement, but the sources close to the situation say we're immensely excited about it, looking forward to creating more great content between the brands. It's flavoring life. That's what they do, and flavoring dreams with their sleep time gummy, two-to-one CBH, uh, to uh, THC, you got to do it, It's what's going to put you to sleep and keep you asleep. Always, you can find them at your local dispensary. You got to be 21 years or older. Enjoy it responsibly as well. This offense puts me to sleep most Sundays. Uh, I had to be woken up after the Cardinals went, I think, eight consecutive drives without scoring points against Seattle. Um, and Bo, you look at the landscape of the NFC West and how this Cardinal team is clearly right now the bottom feeder going against the LA Rams this weekend, Sean McVay, you've referred to him as daddy. Of course, he's, you know, Cliff Kingsbury's daddy. The the Rams could not look worse. And yet they're a favorite at home to beat the Cardinals. McVay only losing one time ever uh, against the Cardinals and Cliff Kingsbury. That was last year, I believe in week four, uh, a lot has changed since then. 
Um, and so I it just we're realistic on this show. We want them to do well. We want them to win. I don't root for losses, but I, you know, I deemed it on Twitter today that it's Sean Payton watch is officially on, and it is for me and a lot of Cardinal fans. And I, I think right now you had a, a great bite with Cliff Kingsbury yesterday at his press conference, and I, he just looks like a defeated man to me. His face, his mannerisms asking about play calling that's going to be asked. And again, he's been paid a premium. No one feels bad for him, but like I just, it's anytime a coach is nearing the end, which it feels like cliff is, it's hard to watch. Yeah, no, it is. And, and I feel like he's like, Oh, here we go again. I mean, this is a guy that's experienced this at his alma mater in Texas tech. And it was, I'm sure it, once the, the momentum is gone. It's tough to recapture it. And this team has been grasping for it uh, since, you know, December of last year, maybe even late November. Um, And they can't figure out, you know, why they've, they've gone six and 11 over the last 17 games. They, and, and, you know, it's like you see the talent, you see him probably performing in practice and it seems to uh, maybe be successful there. And then it's not translating to the game and you see the unforced errors, you see the penalties, you see, the mistakes that are made over and over again. And I'm sure he's just maybe blindsided or dumbfounded by why can't this team perform and, and why am I here again? And I'm putting in the work and, you know, probably putting in the, the film study and not seeing any different results, but yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think if you, if you watch the last couple of weeks, this is a team that's been just uh, kind of, just searching for why they're having such a collapse in, in 2022 after such a successful 2021 where they are last undefeated team. They could do no wrong, you know, 10 and two at one point ahead of the, the Rams who eventually overtook them for the division. It's, it's um, you know, it, it, it takes some, some pretty humbling, I guess, self introspection, to, to figure out what's truly wrong with this organization. And it's, it's got to start with the guys calling the shots, GM, the owner, and the, and the head coach who's, who's on full display, who's, who's fielding the questions on multiple days a week where the other guys are able to kind of sit in their ivory tower for a while. Yeah, it, I mean, and to me, it, we talked about it on Monday's show, the, the teeing up of both divisional games back-to-back for Cliff, Rams, Niners, Niners on national TV right before the bye. I mean, like you can't you can't write it any better for his, in my opinion, eventual kind of being out, ousted as head coach of this franchise. Do you think there's any way that they lose these next two games? And I I'm concerned for Kyler Murray's health on Sunday. I made that clear on Monday's pod. Billy Price, Cody Ford, you know, Lakita Smith, with all due respect, against a hungry, embarrassed Rams team with Aaron Donald and Sean McVay. I'm just going to assume that doesn't go well for Cliff. And then on the flip side, I know he's had success against Kyle Shanahan, but that's going to be a very different 49er team that they see in Mexico City. Is there any way that Cliff loses these next two games to McVay and Shanahan? So three in a row in your division, they Mm -hmm. fall to, let's say, three and eight. Is there any way he keeps his job, do you think? I I would hope not. I, I would hope not, but no, I, I mean, I, I see that as, as a very viable scenario because of this, how this organization operates, right, Johnny? I mean, this isn't, 
you know, there's what you and I think should happen, right? And, and what's likely to happen and, and how this organization operates and how Michael Bidwell's never relinquished or fired a head coach midseason since taking over the reins of the organization from his father, um, who, who certainly did it, right? You know, he, he fired, I think McGinnis took over midseason at one point and mm-hmm. a couple of different guys were, were thrown into it because there were some really, really, really bad teams back then. Uh, but no, I, I mean, I, I absolutely think that that, that is a, a realistic scenario and, and I hate to do it to the fan base, but you know, I, I think as far as if it gets to that point, you should take some sort of solace and to the idea that there is going to be a change at the end of the year. Right. Is, is that, that, that's the thing that would absolutely just drive this fan base insane and, and drive fans away from this organization. If they, decided to move forward with the status quo as far as the brain trust. I, I feel like that's a bad you, term. You've got guys. a money. No, no, but they, I mean, like they have a brain, yeah. but I don't trust it. You have a Monday night game in December on national TV. You've got a nationally televised. Well, for now you do a uh, game on Christmas. The Monday night game could be flexed out against the Patriots. Um, what happens if your franchise is the joke of the NFL? I mean, I think, giving yourself an interim head coach with like a Vance Joseph. And listen, I'm going to say something that might be considered, I don't know, a little bit of a hot take. I think Vance Joseph on his merits alone is worth giving a shot to as an interim head coach. I also think it would look good for Michael Bidwell to give Vance a fighting chance to keep this job as an African-American, as a, as a man of color, because of what just happened in Indianapolis, you can show potential head coaching candidates, GM candidates, other owners, players that may or may not want to play for you. Like we're not in Indianapolis. We're not a fucking joke. Vance Joseph is, is a good coach. We're going to give him a shot. I think that's a real thing that where no one's going to talk about that. And I'm not trying to give Vance um, the, the opportunity to be the interim coach because of race. All I'm mm-hmm. saying is if you're Michael Bidwell, He's deserving outside of race, and he's deserving um, because of what he's accomplished for this franchise. And you can show that you're a buttoned-up organization. Like, hey, we follow the Rooney rule here. We play by the rules. I'm not Jim Ursay, a crazy person. I didn't hire, you know, my I didn't hire Lyle Senline off the street to come coach this team. Vance Joseph has developed and is getting a lot of a lot of these players. To me, like I, I don't know if he thinks like that. And you, you got time in your ear. Who knows what's going to happen? But mm-hmm. I, you want the perception of your franchise to change and people to take you seriously. I think that would be that would be a smart move. And listen, this is the this is the first franchise that had both an African American GM and head coach combination at the same time. And I th- and I think that let's let's remind people of that and that we are inclusive and that we don't make stupid fucking decisions like Indianapolis. Let's give Vance Joseph an opportunity because there wouldn't you say, Bo? There's a there's a perception out there right now that Vance Joseph is the best coach on this roster head coach. Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah. And I don't want to discredit anything you're saying, but also, I mean, you also have to consider, you know, Spencer Whipple was the guy that, that stepped in when Cliff was out with COVID last year, but that doesn't mean to call plays, but Vance was the head coach. Right, 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 right. And he's your, he's your, he's the head coach, your defense. He's been a head coach before as far as just trying to give you yourself the best chance the remainder of the season. And, and I know the fans are probably split on that because they want this team to probably nosedive once they start yeah. really 
changes because they want the highest draft pick possible. But um, yeah, I, I think Vance Joseph is probably just the clear successor at this point in house uh, where you're going to probably have some unproven play callers that are going to have to on the fly, pick up those responsibilities. If cliff is sent packing before the end of this and, you know, you, you don't want to have to give Spencer Whipple that put that on his shoulders or Cam Turner or whoever the hell it might be. Uh, I, I think that Vance Joseph is the most well-equipped uh, to, to take over the reins and, and be Cliff's in-house successor as the interim. And yeah, he should absolutely get, depending on how things go. I mean, if, if it just completely, if nobody buys in, then, then go completely scour the, the job market. Have an, they need to have an idea of who they want anyway. And hopefully that list has a, a bunch of people outside this organization. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. No, I don't disagree with that at all. And I think Vance force the issue, play, play your best football without Cliff Kingsbury Vance. If it comes to that and, and make Michael Bidwell consider you, because I think he would have supporters and Quentin Harris and Adrian Wilson, if, if they were to be elevated because um, Vance is respected around the franchise it just the, the the people that are in charge right now very much probably won't be in charge, we think, by the end of the season. So, I mean, he could be playing with house money a little bit. You can be playing it with house money using the Game Time app. Save up to 60% on tickets when you buy them last minute. Listen, it's great for you procrastinators out there. If you think to yourself, I would like to go to a son's game, it's a little too pricey. You want to bring the kids, want to bring the wife. You know, plan a night out. Don't buy the tickets until, let's say, 24 hours, 48 hours ahead of time. I guarantee you're going to save some serious coin on game time. It's the best way to support us by buying your tickets. Do it through the link in the description. You will not be sorry that you did. Uh, I also want to tell you about our friends at Underdog Fantasy. Uh, You can search in the App Store. Click on the links in the show notes. Guess what? If you sign up with promo code PHNX, Underdog Fantasy is going to double your first deposit up to 100 that's Underdog Fantasy, promo code PHNX. You get in on the action today, Underdog. It's it's not just a casual thing here in AZ on this program, on our show. We're diehards. I'm hearing about people all across the country loving the benefits of Underdog Fantasy. Bo, you recently were placing a couple wagers, and you were surprised you even won because the, the killer on some of your uh, four or five-leg parlays, it didn't kill you. You still got paid out. That's right. Yeah. You, ha- you can get some insurance there. So if you're doing a five leg higher or lower, you can get some insurance and you'll come away with some cash. I'm not spending, I'm not betting a whole bunch of units here. Uh, I just having some fun on underdog and you should too. And if you're going higher or lower, you can find yourself uh, hitting on some, maybe Deandre Hopkins, uh, Kyler Murray, higher lowers. It's, it's pretty, it's simple. You go higher or lower than the statistics that they provide and you've got a good chance of, of earning yourself some cash. It's, it's that simple. And even if you just if you don't hit on all four, you can get three of four and you're coming away with some extra cash. It's, it's a good way. Have fun. Add some more stakes to the game and get some more action watching the cards game because we might need to supplement that going forward at three and six. Uh, but underdog is the way to do it. Uh, so, Bo, you posted a, a clip of uh, Buda Baker ahead in Hard Knocks and want to remind everybody if you're listening to this Wednesday, Bo and I will be live immediately following uh, Hard Knocks for our first PHNX Cardinals after dark to immediately recap the show, our takeaways, trying to do a special guest every week, but keep it locked in for PHNX Cardinals after dark, Hard Knocks style. And you just saw the emotion what Buda Baker brings to this team 
And of course, Cardinals being without Buddha for the next two to three weeks. But man, you, you watch that clip. It's impossible not to get fired up. Yeah, he, he's pleading with his teammates. This It looks like it's uh, just judging from the uniform, black jersey, white uh, white pants. Probably the loss to the Eagles after Matt Amendola missed 43 yards, not even close, but it was Buda Baker in front of all his teammates in the post-game locker room saying, work harder, recover, watch more film. I'm tired of fucking losing. And you, you see you see a team that, you know, is, is obviously was, was – probably sick to their stomach and, and wanted that and has kind of, they have one win since then and, and three more, what, two, two more losses from then, or it was, they, they dropped to what, two and three in that game. Right. So they're one and three cents. And, you know, there, there, there are some good leaders in, in that locker room and on this team and, you know, they can, they can only take them so far. Um, and, you love to see it from Buddha, you know. At some point, you're like, we don't, we're, we don't deserve Buddha Baker. And then also, you have to deal with the reality that this team is going to have to make do without Buddha Baker for the next what two to three weeks, and they're zero and three uh, without Buddha Baker since he joined the team and has been out. So uh, he, he's a guy that is is part of the the heartbeat and the success. A lot of the success that they've had, especially last season, um, and they're going to have a really tough time. F- you know, replacing him and they're not going to replace him. But uh, as, as far as beating Los Angeles, it, the road gets tougher, but you love to see it. And I think that's going to be more things people are going to see all the frustration with this team, right? Is, is there still the people in the locker room that you're going to see on full display uh, come hard knocks that are, are out there putting their blood, sweat and tears in this thing and more and unfortunately, it's, it's just the NFL is such a it's so fucking hard to, to win a football game that if, if you're not full strength, if you're not up to it schematically, um, you know, if you don't prep right, you, know, you, you can still lose a game and, and or you could play perfectly and lose a game. And, and there are some guys in that Cardinals locker room that, that care. And you're going to see that even though you don't feel that by just looking at their record. I think the Cardinals are going to score some wins on Wednesday night that they don't that they're not going to win on on Sunday. Uh, they're going to have some off the field victories. I think hopefully people see Kyler Murray in a different light. They see some of these players, they get to know them uh, because I mean, Arizona, we live and die by this team, but they're they're They've yet to become a national brand. I think that they would like to be. And so the more people can see of the Buda Bakers and the DJ Humphreys, right. And of course the superstars and in, in D hop and company, maybe an Isaiah Simmons, you know, let's not make it all about Bo J.J. Watt in his last three months with the team, although I'm a little concerned that that's what it's going to be. Uh, you play to your audience. I get that. The infamous clip of Watt staying after practice when he was a Houston Texan on Hard Knocks, <laughs> like flipping a tire for three hours. I don't need yeah. to see that. I want to see everything and, and anything else. But um, I am very fortunate we have this, not to supplement content, but to be able to get an insight maybe into why this team is having such a tough time Um you know, we we assume Michael Bidwell is going to have his say on certain things, what airs, what doesn't. But like, are we going to come away from this, you know, tomorrow? And I know this is delayed a little bit, and and be a little less convinced that they could move off Cliff Kingsbury. I had people pose that question to me today. Was like, you know, are we going to get inner workings on Michael Bidwell? Will Michael Bidwell? And I think we talked about this on Monday. Will Michael Bidwell not want to come off foolish? if he takes a hard stance on hard knocks that cliff is the guy and then he pivots off a cliff in a couple of weeks, like that, that to me 
would that would concern me if I were was a Cardinal fan hoping for a coaching change because you know yeah. no one likes to look like a doofus. Right. Right. No, it's I I completely can see where there's going to be probably people swayed as far as in back into the corner of of Cliff Kingsbury just because there there has to be something that we don't see that that we might get a glimpse of come you know tonight if you're listening to the podcast on Wednesday uh, when when it airs on HBO like he's a player's coach like players like Cliff Kingsbury and you're probably going to see why that is and you know you can be you can dig in and and and, and hate him as much as you want because he you, he's he's running your favorite team in the wrong direction but I I think that you know, I said it as soon as they were named the Hard Knocks team. I think that it's we're going to get a, a glimpse of, of Cliff that we've never seen before. And sometimes it's just like the Russell Wilson case, right? It's like when he's doing high legs on an airplane for four or eight hour flight, and it's when the team's struggling, it's looked at, he looks like an asshole, right? But when they win, it's looked at as colorful, right? It, it's it's just all it, winning cures a lot of things and, and things that people might have thought were colorful or funny maybe a week ago when they were not three games under 500 uh, or closer to 500, they, they might think, Oh, I'm, I'm sick and tired of this guy and dislike him more. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I think that this, it's going to be entertaining. Nonetheless, it's going to be, I would much rather hard knocks follow the team. I, I like in cover and root for than not. I mean, yes. it's, it's it's invaluable stuff. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a glimpse into how, how things run and how things work. So I'm excited about it. I, I think you're going to see some, some characters that you didn't know necessarily about. Um, I think coach Fitz, the assistant special teams coach is electric. You'll probably, he'll become a star after this. He's, he's always firing the guys up and you're going to see guys who are pretty quiet in the media uh, that have some pretty big voices behind the scenes, maybe like a James Conner, guys like Buddha that you didn't know had it in them um, that are going to speak out when this team isn't going right. And I, what it also does, Bo, as this team, if they continue to to lose games, it delays the inevitable draft talk that I don't want to talk about in November. I don't want to talk about draft prospects and mock drafts in November. Thank God Hard Knocks is here to supplement. We got content every day, so don't you worry about that. Uh, DraftKings, by the way, new customers can make any $5 bet on an NBA money line. Get $200 if your team wins. Suns, a little bit of a rut, 7-3, and three, but still projected, Bo. I don't know if you knew this or not, to have the most wins in the Western Conference during the regular season. Seems like a quick way to get some fast cash on DraftKings. You can also boost your winnings up to 100% with DraftKings step-up same-game parlays. It's simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code PHNX. That's promo code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Want to remind everybody right now, go get a membership at gophnx.com. Just under 60 bucks for the entire year. Cop a free t-shirt in the process. Get the great work of uh, our many talented peers, Craig Morgan, Steve Peters, Howard Balzer, Jared Borgay, um, Jesse, Owen, everybody doing quality work that you can only find at gophnx.com. Bo and I are going to be back tomorrow for a double dose of Cardinal live action. He and I are live on Wednesday, 4 p.m. PHNX Cardinals live with all of you venting about this team, having a good time, and the crap, crack open a cold one immediately following hard knocks. It's PHNX Cardinals after dark. As we break down what we see on premium cable television, that being HBO. For Bo Brock, 
I'm Johnny Venerable. We'll talk to you guys Wednesday. Have a good day. 